We're going to break out in tongues right now for the next one minute. I'm going to tell God that, Lord, I will put my trust in you. Lord, I will put my trust in you. Oh, just pray in tongues right now. Oh, God. Oh, God, it's on your side. <laughs> oh, God, it's on your side. God is not against you. God is not against you. Mary, Lord, I put my trust in you. Lord, I put my trust in you. Lord, I put my trust in you. Lord, I know I will win. I know how the story will end. <laughs> Lord, I know how this story will end. Lord, I know I will end well. Lord, we will end well. We will rise. We will run and not be weary. We will walk and we will not be faint. Lord, we give you praise. Oh, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, we thank you. We welcome you here this morning. Ah, Malika Yababa. In you we live. In you we move. In you we have our very existence. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we thank you for the work you are doing in our lives. We know that you are at work in us. <laughs> oh, God is at work in us. Both to will and to do of his good pleasures. Father, we thank you. Thank you because you are not the God of abandoned projects. And because we are your project, we cannot be abandoned. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we ask you to speak to us today and help us to know your mind in Jesus' name. And the church shouts, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can have your seat. Help me greet somebody. Don't shake. Just look and do Bluetooth. Hallelujah. Our God is a good God. Do you agree with me? You will win. Tell anybody you will win. I like this one that the choir sang earlier. See, I know how the story will end. Hey, do you know how the story will end? Are you sure? Oh, I just know how this story will end. I see you rising. I see you taking your place in destiny. I see you fulfilling everything that God has called you to fulfill. I see you having victory. He said, thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. Hallelujah. When it looks like as if you won't triumph, guess what? The door will just open. That's why he's the God that can bring water out of rock. Out of dry rock. When it looks totally impossible, that's when God likes to show up. So I know that you may be facing some tough things in your life today. But I want to announce to you that God will show up for you. And that's why you must never lose hope. Somebody say hope. 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says, they say, now these three things remain. It's a faith, hope, and love. Those three things. So those three things, they will stand the test of time. So the word is, don't give up. Don't lose hope. Don't become hopeless. Hallelujah. When you guys in first service, who was in first service here? Some people were in first service. You are blessed, Abby. And so I'm going to, you know, add that to my message. To my message. Praise God. Don't give up on God. God is not done. You are, you, are, you, are, you are not yet done. You are not done until you see the what? The victory. Don't give up on God. Don't, don't, don't lose hope. You see, hopelessness is when, you see, you see hopelessness when people begin to compromise. Ha, things that they could not, things that they, they never thought they could do before, they find themselves doing it. It's hopelessness. 
I was um, one of my one of my my ladies in my team. <laughs> we normally meet to have prayer meetings, you know. And uh, I found out that she was, you know, she would practically run from the office. You know when somebody is running from work, work and running to meeting, you know it's race. She practically run to the office, run to the meeting then before the lockdown. Run to the meeting. And after the meeting, we were supposed to greet each other, you know, fellowship after fellowship. No. She's running back to work. So, I mean, it was incredible. It was just incredible. She couldn't even, from, from the meeting straight back, in the night, this is night, not morning, no. I mean, when we were closing around 8.30, she's going back to work. So, it was incredible. She was now sharing the testimony with me, with me recently. That where she was even working, that work that they were working like 14 hours a day, slave trade work, that the, that the boss, the boss, a married man, was making advances at her. She was very clear. She, 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 wrote, she wrote it. She said, he is married. So I'm sure he was not married. Then, you know, it is where. But yeah, he is a married, he was a, he's a married man. So making advances. So and she, refused, and she refused. And from that day, the guy began to make things very difficult for her. After a while, he sat. I told her she should go. I, if, I, if her salary, he didn't even pay salary. He drove her out that she should go. So she went back. She, and this happened during the lockdown. During that period. She's a medical person. So it was very tough for her. See, but she went to the world. That's why I see, guys, don't give up. Just when you think that there is nothing, God is up to something. See, she just went back to God. And she said, God, you say you bless the work of my hands. And she told me that from where she was, from where she was, she started getting calls to come and take care of people in their homes, in their houses. She's a medical person. That the money she was making was double of what her salary would have been in that place. But that's not all. You can clap. You'll still be clapping. Don't have nothing. When, I, when I finish, you will clap more. That's not all. That the hospital where she was working before, sorry, the company where she was working before, they called her to come and start work. So she still had her own clients. They now called her to come and start work. She told me that when, I, when she saw her office, she said, AC in my office, I smiled. <laughs> hey, God will change on people's levels. Just don't give up. Don't reduce yourself to begin to carry. Look for a scrap of, of breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs is where you begin to compromise. You begin to allow yourself change figures. You begin to allow yourself add zero. They send you message. You don't bring change. All those kind of, you know, those kind of things. Or you're in your office, you are doing some kind of shady, shady things. You are in procurement. You know procurement. You are in procurement. You are doing deal, deals. You are compromising. God has something better for you. And she told me that she started working with that office. She still had a client, don't forget. She still had a client. Started working and they're paying her well. That where she worked before, this kind before, before blessing. Blessings that have passed you in the past will come and meet you in front. She said, they called her where she worked before, before. They just called her that uh, we want you to come and, work. Come, come and work. Since you left us, things have not been well. Come and work for us. He said, we are ready to pay anything. Just name your price in this period. Just need that. I call, I call that one point and kill blessing. Just name it. And, that, and all that happened because somebody chose not to compromise. Don't allow them to make you do what you should not do as a Christian. Hallelujah. So keep your hope alive. You see, I, you see, I hope make it not ashamed, baby. So your expectation will not be cut short. Don't throw your confidence away. You will still carry your children. You will still get that job. You will, see, you, you will still make money to God's glory. And you make money in a way that will give God glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. All your dreams will come true. They will come to pass. Everything. God's word is still true. 
See that all things are what? All things are now right. That's why I'm sure that God, God will sort you out. You know, I, I say that all the time. God will sort you out. I'm telling you, turn by turn. Turn by turn. God will sort you out. So the line is moving. So when you see one person getting blessed, guess what? It's, it's, a, it's an indication that it's coming closer to you. So rather than, uh, as uh, Reverend, <laughs> Reverend Femi said, rather than practice evangelism, you know evangelism? Envy, when you're envying somebody. Ah, envy, envy, but, but, Bible says, envy is the rottenness of the bones. Envy. You know this period, there's no, envy is very plenty now. I don't know if it's plenty now or if it's like, been like that before. Maybe social media just exposed everybody. You know, but envy is so, you know, envy is so, so rampant. You see, but guess what? That envy is the rottenness of a man's bone. It will rot in you. They call them haters. You know, that, that's a nice word, haters. Haters. Don't be a hater. Praise God. So when you see somebody getting blessed, rejoice. But I rejoice with them that rejoice. As you rejoice with them, your own rejoicing will come. Praise God. Hopelessness. You see, I saw, I saw one post on Pastor M's page. I said, I'm going to share it. You see, that's what hopelessness can cause. You see, hopelessness tells you that I cannot get a job. Hopelessness tells you that I cannot prosper. Things cannot work out. Things should be difficult. I don't see a way forward. So you begin to, that's when you begin to compromise the more and the more. Please, did you help me? Okay, maybe we'll just do this in a few minutes. <laughs> hey, Jesus. Some of you will be angry. Let me be, let me be honest with you. When, I, when, I, when, I, when my wife showed me this, I didn't know how. I, she was just watching my reaction. After I was praying in tongues, you know, tongues of anger. As I prayed in tongues, I, I, I laughed. I prayed in tongues. That, that, that's not, it's not laugh like laughter. All kinds of emotions. Some of you will be very angry. But this is what hopelessness can cause. That, that is why as a child of God, you cannot afford to be hopeless. Because you will win. It's a, between a boyfriend and a girlfriend. So the green one is for the girl. Take note. The white one is for the guy. Alright? I hope you get... I, 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 I pray you catch something from this. What is rightfully yours, sir? The guy said the sex. Look, I know is the reason for all this. I'm sure they were quarreling. She said, excuse me? What do you mean sex is your right? You're my boyfriend, not my husband, mister. The guy laughed. Anyone that takes care of your bills, takes care of your needs, pay your bills is what? Husband and official tag. Look, I don't want to sound entitled, but it is still my right. Hey, don't be angry yet. And I will get it anytime I... Please, next one. I'm not giving you gist. Hope you know it's not gist. I'm going somewhere. Look, look, do you know you sound this? Do you know how disgusting you sound? Just read out what you are typing. What kind of a man are you? You pay your sister's bills. Let me jump that one. Look, don't be unreasonable. Sex is the most important thing in relationships. And sincerely, I shouldn't be begging for it from you. So if that's the reason you are angry, we better settle right now. Next one. Look, my body is not your property. The fact that I'm your girlfriend doesn't mean I don't have the right to say no. No, you do not have the right to say no. You have every right to say no, but outright denial, never. The reason I started this silent treatment was to make you understand that I am not some toy to play with. Because you pay my bills, it doesn't give you the right to see me as a sex toy. Move to the next one. This is what hopelessness can cause. See, some people have taken it off. Some people think that they don't see a way forward. And you now reduce yourself. He said, look, this conversation is boring. In fact, it's pissing me off. If men don't take care of women, you complain. He takes care of you and you, take, and you take the only thing that you can offer. The only thing. See, I like that the only thing you can offer. And you are complaining. Let me jump. What else do you offer in this relationship? 
I'm going somewhere. Move. He said, what do you mean by what? What do you mean by that? I offer a lot. What? Cooking? Cleaning? Chores? Sex? What else? What, what, what else are you bringing? I'm not, move, move. I don't want to be seen our own self. He said, look at what, look what I'm saying. That sex is important. I deserve it. What else is my reward for taking care of you? What else? We may end up not getting married. So what will I look back on and say is my reward for paying your bills? I ask you, what have you offered me since we began this relationship? I'm going somewhere. Don't, let's not lose, right? Next one. You said I should drop the talk. You know why? Because there's nothing else to offer. And I'm free to speak to you in any manner I please. You know why? Because you can't bring yourself to leave this relationship, no matter how rude I get. You know why? Because you are dependent. You say it's disgusting. So don't ever bring up this talk ever again. Because until you offer me something more than sex... You have no right to complain if my, of my very active life, active sex life, because that's all I think of when I look at you. The only thing I see is, uh, it is where? <laughs> Next one, let's, let's go. And you know what? Okay, use your words properly, please. All right? And you know what? I am done with this conversation. I want to see you break up with me. I want to see you try. Your rent is due in three weeks. I would like to see you break up with me. Have a nice day. I remember sex is your right. This is somebody who is hopeless. And that's what hopelessness can cause. It will reduce you. So when you are being disrespected, when you are being molested, you are being abused, you are being destroyed, you won't even see a way out. I told my wife that I would like to see how this movie will end. She probably go back and go and depending on the play they play. Because rent is due. You pay rent now. And because you have, you, have, you have taught yourself, I cannot pay my rent. That's what hopelessness does. And the Bible says, do not cast away your confidence. It has great recompense of reward. Don't cast your confidence away. When you cast your confidence, you begin to, you begin to degenerate. That's what it does. Hopelessness. So who are those who are hopeless about Nigeria? And that's why things are like that for you. If you are hopeless, ah, we're not sure. We're not sure how things will be. Uh, you'll be seeing some hopeless situations in your life. If you're hopeless about that marriage, ha, I'm not sure. This marriage, hey, hey, it is well. Ah, things will be getting bad. Oh, yeah. So hope is very, very fast. He said those three things will remain. Faith, love, and hope. Very important. Hope, very important. Hopelessness. And when hopelessness is fully matured, it will give birth to suicide. So you know, Abby? After a while. Satan does not just live in one place. You know, it will take you to depression first. Next, you enter depression. From depression, you enter suicide. I hear about people who, people who they will park their car in Top Milan Bridge and jump off. It's hopelessness. Hallelujah. So rather than uh, channel your, rather than being hopeless, channel that energy. Abby? Channel that energy. That, that energy used to be hopeless. I mean, grumbling and complaining. Channel it to prayer. Praise God and to praise. Hallelujah. So that's for hope. Next one, you must have faith in God. If you want to win, you must have faith. You must just believe. She just take God's, just, just believe the Bible. Just believe God's one early morning I was praying and God just told me, just believe, believe the Bible. Just believe it. Just believe. Every word there, just believe. Tell somebody, just believe. Tell somebody now, say, just believe. Just believe, guys. Just believe the word of God. 
take, take God's word, take it literally like that. Take it. That this is what it means. Literally, take it. Just believe God's word. If God's word I've said about this, about you, believe it. Second Chronicles 20, 20. DJ, let me put it up. Let me share one story with you. I remember my very first job interview. I think my very first job interview. I went for the interview. Maybe first or second. But I went for the interview. Okay. I went for the interview. And I met the... I had gone through four, four stages. You know when you do four? It's not, it's not, it's not easy, Abby. First, second, third. And now in the final stage, I met like the MD. I finished talking to the guy. And the guy told me there and there. You know, you hide it all. You know, some of the guys, they don't, they don't send you. He just told me there and there. He said, Jethro, you didn't impress me. You didn't impress me. I'm seeing some other candidates. You know that magic word? We'll get back to you. You know me, we'll get back to you. He said, we'll get, when they give you that kind of thing, I'll tell you the ending. We'll get back to you. You know, they, ah, this voice may say, hey, my Lord. Village people, they follow me rich here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's not a joke. We are more than them. We'll show you, you know. Uh-huh. All right. So, you know, and um, he told me that I was depressed that day. I, was, I, I felt so bad. I felt so bad because I had left. Okay, let me not say that story. So, I was not coming home. I was in the bus. I was coming home. When I got home, I had dropped on the bus. I still remember where I was that day. You see, there are some encounters you have in God. You don't forget them. I, I had dropped from that 23 road bus stop, walking home. I got to a place near 402. I remember where I was. I picked up the phone. I, I carried my phone. And I called Pastor K from there, right from there. I said, Pastor K, I just went for this interview. It didn't go well, though. The Pastor K, you know how Pastor K now? <laughs> you see, my interview went. Oh, man, forget that thing. And that was it. You didn't hear? He just got angry at me. You see, my how interview went. I mean, I forget about the interview. Ah! And there and then, hold on. Did you put it up? I didn't ask you to move it. This is the word that came into my spirit. He said, believe... In the Lord your God, so shall you be what? Established. Believe in his what? So shall you be, so shall you prosper. If you're in first service, the fourth point that Pastor K said is believe those, or listen to those who are sent to you. Some people are sent to you. When he said that thing to me, is it by how interview went? I heard it. I, said, I took it as the word of the prophet over me. They didn't come you. First week I passed. My other friends that went for the same process, they called them for training school. They didn't come in for training school. I said, like, like, I hold on to this word. Guess what? Sometime, sometime, one, I think about like a month later, maybe six weeks later, one of the HR person just called me. At that time, you know, the, the more you stay in faith, the bolder you get, the angrier you get at the situation. He just called me from nowhere. Ah, Jethro, we have been trying to reach you. Hey, uh, he said, the fire that they put, you don't see the file again. My file, they lost my file. They will not see the file again. If I, I'm sure that fire got lost. Because maybe they are seeing what the man wrote, they wouldn't have even called me. It's just now moving. That's it. That's it. That's it. Because if they are seeing that fire, the ogre has reason that he was not impressed. Is he? Would you not call me? So the God, Holy Ghost just lost the fire. So they are not looking who is that candidate. They now called me. They called me, say, Jethro. I said, guess what? At that time, I was not the one doing Shakara. You see, if you are, you see, if you are in faith, there's a way you behave. They were calling me. I was not doing, I said, okay, um, I will call you on. I think I said Thursday. I'll call you on Tuesday. Wasn't he called me a week before? Okay, okay, I'll call you on Tuesday. I said, please call me. Please call me. I didn't call him. I knew. I didn't call him. I said, I won't call you. Tuesday, I didn't call him. When I said, I didn't call him. On Thursday, hi, happy. Jetro, you said you call me now. You said you call me. I said, ah, I was busy. I was busy. Best way to find job. Praise God. Long, long, last, long, I they, long, I they called me. 
they had not gone for training school, but I see entered there. Hallelujah. That's the word. You won't believe those words. Some people are sent to you. I hope you know. Some people are fought people who are sent to them. Some people have fought their prophets. Some people have fought the people sent to them. Like the story, please get, please listen to the first service. I, you, you will like it, trust me. You will love it. You will be blessed. Like the story you should share. If you were fighting your sister that God sent to you, maybe all the things you were saying, you did not like what she was saying. Because something that your prophet will tell you, you will not like it. I hope you, you, you know. Something that the people sent to you, you will not like it. You can fight, you could have fought, fought her and you would have fought your prophet. I'm not sure you'll be here today. So some people have fought those who are sent to them. By the way, I gave my hand to my wife when she was uh, giving my back to my feet. You know, he broke my hand. I removed my hand. Okay, you didn't attend first service. You won't, you won't get the joke. Hallelujah. Praise God. So have faith in God. Just believe God's word. Believe his promises. All right? So we talk about hope. We talk about faith. And for the past three, three weeks, we'll be looking at love. Okay? What love is. All right? And how powerful love is. How powerful, the power of love. He said, these three, these three remain, hope, faith, and love. He said, but the greatest of these is love. Love is a, love is a powerhouse. If you can walk in love, you begin to, you see, love is, love is God's own dimension. First John 4, 7 and 8, he said, beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and anyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that does not love does not know God. Hallelujah. So that's a high level to love to operating. When you begin to engage the force of love, you will see more victories. Galatians 5 verse 6 says, faith worked by love. Yeah. Faith worked by love. So some people are grounded today. They are, they are praying. They are praying. They are praising. They are fasting. They are doing all sorts of things. But they are not seeing victory. They are not seeing things move. And if you check, you will see that their love work. Their love work needs to be checked. So you cannot be in grudge and bitterness, resentment, anger, malice, pride, all sorts of things, and expect the blessings of God to flow. No, it doesn't work that way. Don't let anybody deceive you. It doesn't work that way. Hallelujah. Let's see. Let's see quickly. Let's see Revelation 2 verse 4. Okay, I was doing a study, and this is what God showed me. If you remember last week, I told us that there's something that I'm going to share with us, a tool, Okay? All right, but let's say Revelation 2, 4, okay? So this was Jesus, okay, talking to um, the church in, I think, Ephesus. I can't remember now. One of the churches, all right? He said, nevertheless, I have this against you. That's Christ talking. That you have left your first love. That you have forsaken your first love. That means we're talking about the love that you had for me before. The love that you had for me. The love that you had for people. The love you had for me. The love you had for people. Say you have forsaken that first love. You know when you got you know you know you know when you just got born again. Remember how your fire was, Abby? How your love was? How your love? How, how you love people? How you love God? He said that there's something wrong with it. Let, let, let's verse five. Let's see verse five. He said, "Remember, therefore." One version said, "Consider, consider from where you have fallen, repent, and do the first works, and return back to your first love." Or else, I will come to you quickly, and I will remove your lamp from its place, unless you repent. When your lamp is removed, that means your influence is removed. That means your authority is removed. Your relevance is removed. 
your productivity is removed. That's what Jesus is saying. Can you see? He talk about love here. It's love. He said, consider. And then, and then I got an inspiration. God, took, God, God led me to come up with a seed. Sometimes, eh? This is um, 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. He said, examine yourself. You know, it's very good to, you know, it's good to do that self-audit every time, Abby. Self-audit every time. Maybe once a month, once in three months. It's good to do that self-audit. Evaluate your Christian life. That, 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 that's what Paul said. He said what? Examine yourself. I, and I remember um, Reverend George Adeboye that came here two years ago. I think it was two years ago that he came. And he talked about the same thing. How you need to constantly examine yourself. When you examine yourself, you can stay relevant in the body of Christ. Okay? And um, so God gave me an idea that I should create a tool. I call the tool, tool Love Meter. Okay? Did you let me put it up? Okay? It's to create a tool. To say, okay, let's even, what is love? All right? So if you remember for the past three weeks, we'll be looking at what love is. Okay? We'll be looking at what love is. Right? You guys remember, Abby? Love is this, love is that. We try to define it. And we give examples. You know, and God gave me an idea that, hang on. Come up with an evaluation too. Evaluate yourself. And I've seen that the best people that can judge your love work are those who are closest to you. If you want, if you want to, if you want that, and I said, if you want to check that I'm a Christian, it's not that I'm standing here to preach. I hope you're aware. Do you agree with me? I am not a, I'm, I'm not a spiritual, real Christian because I'm not standing here to preach. If you want to gauge how spiritual I am, ask my wife. If she's able to confirm, my husband, he loves Jesus. They were trying. Hallelujah. So, so this tool is for you to, so you can see, so love is what? Patience. Simple tool. We've, we've, we've tried to put this one online, so the IT guys are working on it. It's, it's online, so you can get it online. So love is patient. So what is, so what is definition? I can accept or tolerate delays or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. Some people cannot just stay one small second inside traffic. They're already getting angry. They're already putting hand on, you know, their hand like this permanently. I, I hardly complain when I experience problems. I am not easily frustrated when things don't go my way. Are you seeing? I am generous with my resources, my time, money, and talent. I am considerate of the feelings of others. I readily offer a helping hand to others in need. This is real Christianity, you. I celebrate celebrate the success of others, even if I don't have such a success. So somebody is getting married, I'm able to celebrate with that person. I'm not upset when others get what what I've been desiring. I am content with what I have. I don't have a high opinion of myself, pride. I don't try to impress people by my money, by my status, or whatever it is. Okay? So, we have done all that. Alright? Did you go down quickly? Go down. I'm not easily provoked. I'm not easily irritated when people are messing up. I am not touchy or overly sensitive to how I am treated or spoken to. You know, some people, I mean, they're just too sensitive. You just talk to them small, they are getting angry. Waiting, calm down. People will annoy you. Sure you know people annoy you. Calm down. Mommy, calm down. Right? Calm down. I don't seek to retaliate for wrongs done to me. I make excuses for people and believe the best of them. I don't easily quit on people because of their wrongdoings or shortcomings. You know, you just ask people, forget this one. Just ask them, forget this one. No, that's not Christ. That's not godly. I'm a positive person and I believe the, yet, the best is yet to come. All right? So, no, no, go up, go up. Alright? So, here is for you to rate yourself. So, what's your self-perception? Eh? Rate yourself. 
Okay, so you can you only have one to four. Okay, so four being the highest, one being the lowest. Just reach yourself. Okay, then when you are done, you can send it to. So there are two assets or two people. Bible says the matter of two or three witnesses, every matter is established. Abi, so send it to two people, to, do, to people who are very close to you. Don't send it to your psychophant. They will give you four around to people that will tell you the truth. Right? Send it to them. Say, please, just give me. I just want to even see. Like Jesus Christ told the disciples, they were sitting there. He said that who do, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Can you imagine? I'm thinking about why are you asking? Do you know you're not the spiritual person? You should know. You say, Who do men say that I am? They began to talk. Oh, some say you are this, some say you are the until Peter spoke up. All right? So it's important. So a lot of people assess you. So if you are married, your, your spouse must assess you. I told one guy, the guy said, I'm not there trouble with you. Ah, yes. Your spouse must assess you. Give your spouse. Let your spouse assess you. Then give somebody who's very close to them and assess you. When you do it, eh, this tool, there's a small diagram here. As you're putting these calls, it will be expanding. You will see the gap between how you think you are and how other people see you. Then you'll know if you need to repent of your trespasses. Is it, is it a good tool? Are you sure? All right. But the whole idea is... So the whole idea... So the whole idea... The whole idea is just to help you evaluate yourself... So you can know what is lacking. How you can say, Holy Ghost, help me. You know that you see, it's a long journey, Abby. You say, Holy Ghost, help me. I need your help. I didn't even know that I'm like this. They begin to show you. I didn't even know. I need your help. Help me. And as you do so, as you do so, you now begin to see grace begin to come. Grace begin to come. You begin to find yourself changing. As you begin to change, you begin to see that victory that God has promised. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this morning? Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me see the people I'm praying for. You want to make Jesus the Lord of your life. You are not sure of your relationship with him, but you want to be sure. You want to be sure. You want to have a rich, rich, rich... ...to somebody because you must share your testimony. All things are now ready. It's not on that person's own. It's your own. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the love work is very crucial. And I, I advise everyone to, you know, download that love meter and check how well you are doing. Praise God. The amount of envy that people have. I'm just shocked. Especially some Christians. You know, what are you doing? Why would you want to envy another person? The same God is rich unto all that called upon him. In the first service, Minister Dichet shared the fact that a pregnant woman does not envy a woman that has given birth. You know, what's separating two of them is just a matter of time. Somebody get what I'm saying? So every time you see envy, anger rising in your heart because somebody is blessed and you don't think they deserve it, you know, you need to realize that even you too, you don't deserve all the things God has been doing for you. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So you must always walk in love. Praise God. Can we appreciate Pastor Jethro? Give the Lord a big, big hand. Praise God.